Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. There is a hotel group in San Francisco that turned to the city and said, never mind. And this story has gotten some social media play, but nowhere near the level of discussion that is necessary. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning, good to be with you. The Hilton Union Square has said, no more. Here you go, lender. Here's the hotel back. So the group, the REIT Park and Hotel and Park Hotels and Resorts, is no longer pay, making payments on a $725 million loan. They've surrendered the 2,900 hotel rooms and the hospitality uh, facilities, meaning convention space, to the lender. It includes the Hilton San Francisco Union Square, which is San Francisco's largest hotel, occupies a full city block. It's one of the largest hotels in the country outside of Las Vegas. After much consideration and thought, uh, this according to the CEO, Thomas Baltimore, the CEO of Park Hotels, we believe it is in the best interest for Park stockholders to materially reduce our current exposure to the San Francisco market. Now more than ever, we believe San Francisco's path to recovery remains clouded and elongated by major challenges, both old and new, Record high office vacancy, concerns over street conditions, lower return to offices than peer cities, and a weaker than expected citywide convention calendar through 2027 that will negatively impact business and leisure demand. Now, the conference business of San Francisco could be different than the conference convention business. The convention business of San Francisco could be seen as uh, different than the convention business in Indianapolis. And one could argue that we're stronger in this. One can argue that we're, we're, we're more resilient in that, that to compare Indianapolis and San Francisco is not an acceptable comparison. That's what they'll say. But we all know that market conditions can change. And we all know economic conditions can change. We were told by screaming, yelling fanatics... Oh, they weren't screaming and yelling? Okay. By not-so-mild-mannered fanatics, that better? That the city of Indianapolis, the people of Indianapolis, I should say, are not on the hook for the $625 million in bonds that the city council just authorized to build the hotel there on Pan Am Plaza. Kite Realty said, sorry, we don't have the money, we can't build this thing. And the city of Indianapolis said, that's all right, we'll do it ourselves. As if the city of Indianapolis has any knowledge base in building hotels, these people can't build a bus line that works. And so we're all clear, I don't ever want it forgotten, the red line doesn't work, the red line never worked, the red line will never work because these bus lines don't work. 
it would have been better if that had just flowed, but it didn't flow. That stinks. Sometimes it happens. You know what else doesn't flow? The red line. It looks like the red line. See, I can fix my flow way easier than they could fix uh, their nonsense bus, which we told them wouldn't work, but they still do it. There's nobody there who can argue this. It doesn't work. Nobody wants it. Nobody's interested in it. And now they're going to build the purple and they're going to build the blue. They're going to wreck and ruin the city for their ideological fantasies. It's gross. They can't build a bus line that works. And now they want to build a hotel. And they yelled at us. The people aren't on the hook. The, the hotel pays the cost because it's built into the price. Of, of of rooms. They're the ones who pay it. Counselor Jared Evans is is pushing this emphatically. And then one of uh, those those little uh, hogsack cronies, Thomas Carl Cook, trying to yell at me about this. I was like, okay, talk about the funding structure all you want. Now I'm going to point you to San Francisco. What do you do when the Signia Hotel, Hilton Property, another Hilton Property says, nah, we can't do this anymore. I asked Jared Evans a question on Twitter. Can you guarantee that the people of Indianapolis will not be on the hook? Can anybody? No, of course not. Of course you cannot guarantee it. Of course you can't. So why do you keep telling people that they have nothing to worry about because the hotel is going to pay for everything? The hotel has to work. And so we're clear, I'm fine with the hotel at Pan Am Plaza. I just don't think it should be done by the city because the city doesn't know anything about the hotel business. doesn't know anything about the bus business. It doesn't actually know much. It doesn't. But when you have these acolytes of Hogset, like Thomas Carl Cook saying, this is great because it's going to create so many jobs, you're like, oh, so you engage $625 million in bonds so you can tell Indianapolis you're bringing jobs to the city so you can get votes. Well, gosh, could you be less transparent about buying votes? It's, I mean, <laughs> you're really putting it out there, kids. This hotel story is a really, really big story. And yes, I am concerned for the city. What I want is, is growth. But growth comes from a plan about how you attract talent and how you attract opportunities that business owners, private business, can see and then grow with. You build by getting out of people's way. You make the regulatory burden less, as people like uh, Dr. Elaine Berteau uh, discuss. You engage the things that people are actually interested in, like, for example, green spaces. They are. They're interested in parks. You, you may not think so, but it's just the fact. And that's something you could actually go about working on and making sure not that you necessarily have all the parks, that the parks that you have are exemplary. The arts and those cultural trails, absolutely. Go get them, Tiger. I'm down. Smart use of, of, of resources. And those things then attract the other things, mixed with, of course, the reduction of the regulatory burden, as opposed to this city county council and, and far too many in government who want to add more to the regulatory burden. One more piece of paper to fill out. One more hurdle to jump. Don't make it difficult and people will show up. Notice I didn't say lower taxes. Oddly enough, there is a unique theory that you don't have to worry about the taxes. You have to worry about making things easy. People will pay the taxes if it's simple to just get started. And that's how you build opportunity.
You don't open a hotel because you don't know anything about hotels. You don't know how to do it. Oh, we're going to get somebody to do it. Sure. Until, of course, they can't. Until, of course, it no longer works. The people are always on the hook. It would be better if you were just honest about it. And San Francisco is proving it. No, I don't think Indianapolis is San Francisco. I don't. It doesn't. I don't think Indianapolis is San Francisco. And I don't think Indianapolis is going to become San Francisco. But the only way to ensure it is if we don't become San Francisco. And I'm not sure that this city county council is capable of not becoming San Francisco.